You're listening to the Law Careers Net podcast, a monthly podcast providing you with everything you need to know about becoming a lawyer. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Law Careers Net podcast. This is the second episode. We're really pleased with all of the feedback from the first episode which came out a couple of weeks ago and was all about law fairs. So if you haven't listened to that yet, definitely go back and give it a listen as it's got lots of useful tips about preparing for law fairs and impressing recruiters as well. As we head into law fair season now, your university is bound to have a law fair, so make sure you give that episode a listen before going along and wowing those law firms. This episode is all about acing applications. We're going to be talking through exactly how to tackle application forms and the details and skills that recruiters are looking for. We're also going to tell you about our Student Careers Conferences Law Careers Net Live and explaining how attending can boost your career in law. So whether you're applying for vacation schemes, looking ahead to training contract applications or applying to Law Careers Net Live, you can be sure of success. I'll be chatting with two previous attendees of Law Careers Net Live so they can tell you all about their experiences at the conferences. And I'm also going to have a chat with LCN's Managing Director Sinead Deneen. We are both the lucky people who get to read through each and every application for Law Careers Net Live, so we're very much application experts at this point. Sinead will be explaining exactly what she is looking for in applications, so look out for that later in the episode. Before all of that, however, we've got your roundup of the latest news stories you should know about. Hi Beth, yes, we've just got a few uh, interesting news items to go through today. Uh, The first is on the solicitor's qualifying exam, the SQE, that all solicitors are going to have to pass uh, in order to qualify when it comes out in 2020 or 2021. Uh, We've learned uh, this week that the SQE will involve multiple choice questions. Yeah, (laughs) and those have been uh, criticised by some who say that multiple choice testing uh, just tests memory, not knowledge, and therefore the whole new SQE system will be less good than the old one. But uh, the person who's heading up the design of the exam for Kaplan, uh, Dr Eileen Fry, says that they will be uh, perfectly rigorous and, uh, quote, better than people think. there may be some truth in this because uh, they're drawing the questions from the Qualified Lawyers Transfer Scheme, which is a really rigorous scheme by which uh, lawyers from overseas can qualify in the UK, and no one's got any complaints about that, and that uses multiple choice questions too. So watch this space. Thanks, Josh. Um, and it's good to point out that we're also going to be launching a new section on the site all about SQE and kind of everything we've gathered together um, and any updates we posted there. So keep an eye on that one. And is there any other news that we should be knowing about this week? Yes, uh, there was some more news from the Conservative Party conference this week. Obviously, it's party conference season when the big political parties all gather together with their members to discuss their new policies, what their plans are for the year ahead. Uh, David Gork, who's the Justice Secretary, uh, addressed Grassmoots members uh, to say that the government is not going soft on crime. Obviously, the Conservatives are traditionally uh, seen as being quite tough on crime. That's a big part of their appeal, is that they come down very hard on offenders and give people very serious uh, prison sentences to deter them from committing other crimes. But Gork has said that uh, giving people prison sentences for minor crimes is is actually counterproductive and it doesn't lower the case, uh, the instances of re-offending. 
So he said that they actually need to go for more rehabilitation and education. And he did, there was an interesting quote from him uh, that goes really against what his party has traditionally been all about when it comes to law and order. He said, I know there will be some of you who argue that this focus on alternatives to custody and rehabilitation is just soft justice. But I'll tell you this, if you've just been a victim of crime, you're not going to take much comfort from the fact that the perpetrator just spent the last three months locked up for most of the day and, and was released last week with no job, no home, no hope and no chance. So interesting from the Chancellor. Wow, that is interesting. Um, and I think there was one more thing we were going to talk about which was uh, to do with legal aid funding. Yes, thanks. You may remember that earlier this year, criminal defence barristers, barristers went, actually went on strike. So annoyed were they with the funding system and the cuts to the justice system that have been made over successive governments. Uh, and the government actually decided that these people on strike had a point and promised £15 million worth of new investment. Uh, this week we got some more detail on what, that, uh, what the allocation of that money would look like, and it looks to be that much of the money will actually go to senior QC barristers who are already being paid quite a lot, uh, whereas some of, you know, quite a lot of it will not go to the really struggling junior end of the profession, which is where the problem is. £11,850 is the threshold at which someone in the UK starts to pay tax, and many junior barristers don't even earn that thanks wow. to decades of cuts to fees and stuff. So these people are really struggling to get by, and unfortunately the allocation of this funding, while they will be getting some, some increases to their fees, it's, not gonna, um, it's really not going to solve their problem, and there's, that's really contributing to this enormous crisis at the bar, which is having so much trouble recruiting new members because people from less affluent backgrounds, anyone who basically can't draw on an alternative source of income while they're doing their pupillage in their early years of practice, say help from parents or family members, they just can't afford to become barristers, so it's a massive problem. Thanks Josh, and don't forget that if you want to find out more about what's going on in the legal world, we write lots of news articles every week which go on the Law Careers Net website under the news section. If you are a second year law student or a third year non-law student, chances are your focus this term will be on making vacation scheme applications. Vacation schemes are a fantastic way to get a real insight into working at a specific firm, and as firms recruit their cohort of trainees increasingly often from their vacation scheme attendees, getting on a VAC scheme has become increasingly competitive. We spoke in the last episode about how law fairs are a two-way process for you to find out about the firm and for the firm to find out about you. And vacation and work placement schemes are very much along the same lines, but in a formal, structured programme. The schemes give you an idea of what the inside of a law firm looks like and give recruiters a chance to eye you up. This means that your application form has to be perfect if it has any chance of being seen and taken seriously by a law firm recruiter. And you have to portray a real sense of why you and the firm would be a good match and why you deserve to be given a spot on the VAC scheme. Your first port of call for all things to do with VAC schemes should obviously be Law Careers Net. We have a comprehensive list of deadlines so you can see every firm that offers a vacation scheme in one place. That's nearly 400 by the way, so there are a lot of options out there. Over the summer we interviewed lots of previous vacation scheme attendees at a variety of firms and you can read these vacation scheme insider profiles online. 
Whether you want to know what non-law student Ella had to say about Watson, Farley and Williams' VAC scheme, or how Abisola found Hogan Lovell's winter VAC scheme last year, definitely take a look at this section of the site to find out what a VAC scheme at your favourite firm is really like. There's certainly a lot we could say about making a good law firm application, and I'm sure we'll be going further in depth into this topic in a later episode. But for now, I'm going to quickly run through the fundamentals of preparing for and crafting an excellent application. Firstly, there is no such thing as starting too early on an application. You'll need to make sure you know and understand the profession and how the legal sector fits together, and the firm, including their main practice areas, clients, cultures and values. And above all, that you know and understand yourself. What relevant work experience do you have and what other evidence can you provide that demonstrates you have potential as a lawyer? How are your particular skills and attributes relevant to the firm you are researching? Researching the firm itself really should not be underestimated. Check out their profile on LCN as a first port of call, as well as their own website and graduate recruitment section too. Find out what the legal press is saying about the firm, and if you can, you should try and talk to the firm face-to-face, whether that's at a law fair, open day, or at Law Careers Net Live. Do you know what key skills recruiters want to see in their future trainees? Intellectual ability is one, as are enthusiasm, motivation, resilience, attention to detail, communication, teamwork and leadership, and the big one, commercial awareness. Can you tick off these skills on your application form, having demonstrated examples of each of them? There are several other things that recruiters are looking for in an application form, and this is where your research and past experiences should all come together into one magical concoction. They want to see specificity, a real knowledge of the firm, self-awareness of your own strengths and skills, and an understanding of why you and the firm are a good match. So, not much then. It certainly sounds like a lot, but trust us when we say that so many good candidates are knocked out of the race by not spending enough time and thought on their application. We know that you know you're an amazing candidate, but if you can't express this articulately on paper, then a law firm recruiter will not be able to see it too. And finally, it may seem an obvious one, but an application should be grammatically perfect, with no spelling mistakes, the firm's name spelt correctly, and yes, people do still get this wrong, and correct abbreviations, etc. Treat the application form with the respect it deserves as a professional document, and check, check, and check again. Oh, and our top tip for online application forms is always to make sure you print off a hard copy of your application so you can remember what you said. This is always useful if you are called to an interview or assessment centre. Don't forget that there is tons of information on Lowell Careers Net about acing applications, including a really useful application masterclass that I would recommend. Plus, we'll be providing you with lots more content this term about getting onto a VAC scheme, so make sure you're signed up to receive that directly to your inbox. So that's our whistle-stop tour of making a vacation scheme application. And if you're looking to make a vacation scheme or training contract application this academic year, then you will probably want to hear about our one-day student careers conferences, Law Careers Net Live, as these are designed exactly for aspiring lawyers like yourselves. Sinead and I have sat down today to have a chat about Law Careers Net Live and why you should apply to attend and what we're looking for in applications. So Sinead, do you want to give a quick summary of what Law Careers Net Live is? Yeah, of course. So Law Careers Net Live are two student conferences. They take place in London on the 30th of November and Manchester on the 7th of December. 
and they offer a unique opportunity for delegates to get a greater understanding of what life is like in a law firm, finding out about the business drivers for these firms, and it provides opportunities to network with the solicitors, recruiters and trainees from our sponsor firms. And just to give you an idea, the sponsor firms we have this year in London, we have Baker McKenzie, Charles Russell Speechley's, Kirklands and Ellis, RPC and many more. And in Manchester, we have BLM, DWF, Womble Bond Dickinson. CMS as well. And CMS. <laughs> yep. Lots there. Yeah, lots of good firms. Um, and it's also worth noting that um, Law Cruise Net Live has rebranded and it was uh, previously called uh, City Law Live and National Law Live. Um, but as you can see, the conference is a really great way for students to get an insight um, into these top commercial firms. And um, it's a, you get the chance to hear from uh, recruiters and partners directly as well. So it's a, a fantastic networking opportunity. So this year, I am uh, hosting both conferences in London and Manchester, which I'm a little bit nervous about. Oh, no need to be nervous <laughs> uh, But I'm also really looking forward to it. So um, maybe, Shade, you could say what your favourite part of the day is. For me personally, my favourite part are the networking sessions. So there's multiple networking sessions throughout the day when you arrive, during the mid-morning break, at lunch and in the afternoon. And these are really a fantastic opportunity for the delegates to go and connect with firms, find out what they're all about, and networking in a slightly more relaxed atmosphere than you'd find at a law firm. Mm. We really encourage the sponsor firms there to get out into the room and speak to all of the delegates rather than for you to queue and pick up a freebie that you're probably going to throw away later. Um, but I think for delegates, that, and based on the feedback we've had from previous years, I think the key part of the event are the workshops. So this year we have workshops on real estate, tax and funds, private wealth, uh, mergers and acquisitions and these are generally interactive workshops normally led by a partner and they really give you a chance to get a deeper look into one of the key practice areas of the firm. You also get to hear from partners on the law firm as a business panel that takes place in the morning. Yeah, and there's also the chance to hear from um, lots of uh, firm recruiters in our afternoon panel discussion where they kind of go through their top tips for uh, making applications to their uh, to their particular firms and um, delegates get to kind of put their hands up and ask any questions that they might have. Um, and we always hear kind of delegates, past delegates, saying that that is one of their favourite bits because it's kind of really practical tips for making applications. And you can't really get much better than that hearing from recruiters exactly. what they want to hear. Yeah, and this is timed to be just before you're making applications for training contracts and vacation schemes. Um, so the idea is that the advice you get at this session you would take away and then be making applications. Um, and hopefully you're already quite good at applications because uh, we, you do need to apply to this event. Applications are open currently and we're looking for bright, motivated candidates to come along to the event. Yes, and the deadline is Sunday the 28th of October, so definitely make sure you get your application in on time. Um, and we've actually started making offers already, so basically the sooner you uh, apply, um, the sooner you're going to hear back. So this is actually also my first year assessing applications, uh, but Shade, you've been doing this for a while, so do you want to kind of run through what you're looking for in applications and maybe some tips and things that you've seen that aren't so good? Yeah, of course. Um, first thing I want to stress that it is a competitive process, um, which is why we have quite an in-depth application form, but it is one that's similar to law firm, the one that law firms use for training contract applications. We actually use the same system, which is the All Hires Graduate System that a lot of law firms use. 
Um, so we get over a thousand applications for a maximum of 320 delegate places. So we do need to see top quality applications. And what I'm really looking for is someone who displays great academic results. So that's A's and B's at A level and on course for a 2-1 or better at university. But obviously we take mitigating circumstances into consideration. We read every mm. single application. Um, as Beth now knows, as we've, <laughs> gone through, we've gone through over 300 already yeah. this week. Um, so we do read every application. And if you haven't done A-levels, don't worry, there's another place on the form for you to detail what your um, pre-university education looks like. We also want to see interesting and well thought out responses to what we call the long answer questions. Now on, the, on our application form, these are, why do you want to attend the Law Careers Net Live conference and meet our law firm sponsors? And please tell us why you believe you possess the skills and the attributes to become a successful commercial lawyer. What I really want to stress here is I'm not asking you why do you want to be a lawyer. I'm asking you what skills and attributes you have to be a commercial lawyer, so not a criminal lawyer or any other type mm. of lawyer. These, you, the sponsor firms are all top quality, um, international, some international commercial firms, so it's why you want to be a commercial lawyer. Uh, and this is probably the area of the form that most people fall down on giving one word answers like I want to attend to network or I just want to be a lawyer yeah <laughs> it's not very helpful <laughs> or I watched suits once and it looks like fun to be a lawyer and <laughs> um, that's not what we want to see I need really well thought out answers there and there's a few common mistakes um, I'm just going to go through a few of them that I really don't want to see any more of um, bad spelling and grammar a big bugbear of mine at the moment is um, people writing I with a lowercase I. I actually can't believe how many people <laughs> have done this in the applications that we've just reviewed. I didn't think that people would still be making that mistake, but they are. So, yeah, yeah. definitely make sure you're double checking that. Yeah. And spelling practice correctly. Uh, it's not as difficult as it seems. Practice <laughs> is spelt with a C when it's a noun and an S when it's a verb. Um, the other common mistakes I see are people not answering the question that's being asked. You should really take your time to read the question and understand it. And also, missing out entire questions or sections. Um, this especially happens in the uh, undergraduate degree results or in the A-levels. Please don't miss them out. If you do, I just assume that you've got bad grades. I actually have an um, article on Law Careers Net which details what we're looking for in applications. It's called five top tips for flawless Law Careers Net Live applications. So please take a look at that before making an application. Yes, and I'm actually really enjoying going through the applications at the moment um, because it's so great when you kind of read one that's really well researched and informed. So I think for me, the main thing is that the person has actually researched what Law Careers Net Live is or spelt it right, which <laughs> some people don't, um, and who's going to be there. And they've kind of matched their interests to what the firm does and also that they've properly read the questions because as Sinead just said, um, one of the questions we ask is why do you want to attend Law Careers Net Live? And I think some people don't really understand what it is they don't really answer that question and it's like they haven't even known what they're applying for um, so I think that's probably my my thing that I look out for the most yeah and we want to see how someone's going to contribute to the day we don't want someone to just turn up and think yeah brilliant I'm going to a workshop with Vincent and Elkins and then I'm going to get a training contract there we want to know that they're contributing that they're going to engage in conversation they're going to take part in their workshop 
and they're going to play a really active role in the day. Um, and that kind of brings us to another question that we ask on the application form, uh, which is, what would you put to a panel of uh, law firm partners? So at this point, we're kind of looking for people to ask interesting questions that kind of show that they're up to date with legal news, commercial news, that they're thinking about maybe the future of the profession, that kind of thing. But the number of people who just put something like, why, why did you become a lawyer? Or, yeah. you know... Or completely miss the point that it's to a panel of partners. Yeah, and that's true. And they ask something about an application... Yeah. Or, you know, as a non-law student, will I, will, am I able to apply to your firm? This is not what we're after here at all. This is, this is a question that's going to go to a panel of three or four partners and it's really a chance to find out what the legal world looks like right now. Um, and also it's worth pointing out that if you have if you've asked a good question then we might actually put it to the um, panel on the day um, so that's something to be uh, watching out for and also to say that we're going to be streaming both uh, the morning partner panel and the afternoon recruiter panels for both London and Manchester live on our Facebook pages so if you don't manage to get a place this year or if you just kind of want to see what's going on then you can watch it live on our Facebook pages and it will be there for you to watch um, after the day as well. As we said, applications are still open and you can find out more at live.lawcareers.net. I hope you'll think about applying. Hopefully that's convinced you that Law Careers Net Live is a must-attend event and given you some useful application tips. But just in case you still need to be convinced, here are a couple of chats with Sophie and Sally who attended the London event last year. I'm here with Sophie Thomas, who is a non-law student just about to embark on the GDL. Uh, she attended Law Careers Net Live last year in London. Um, so Sophie, what did you most enjoy about the day? I think the event was a great opportunity to uh, meet the firms and you were able to take part in two workshops of Law Choice. Um, and you know this enabled you to understand a bit more about the work that firms do and how you can apply the skills that they require of you. And what workshops did you do, if you can remember? Okay, so I did the um, Kirkland and Ellis workshop in debt finance and um, a dispute resolution workshop by Vincent and Elkins. And you found that they were really useful to kind of get some real insight into kind of how the law is put into practice in the commercial sense? Yeah, absolutely. I think as a non-law student, you go in not really sure, and up until that point, I didn't really know what was fully involved in a debt finance mm. example. Um, so yeah, it was a great opportunity to put the skills into practice. And what did you get out of the day? I think just um, building your confidence in meeting firms that you haven't met before, um, speaking to current trainees was particularly useful. Um, and yeah, it was a great opportunity to actually get a feel for what the culture of the firm was like and what it's actually like to work there from the current trainees. And why would you recommend the event to aspiring lawyers? So the event is great in the sense that it not only allows you to network, um, so there's ample opportunities for that during the day, I think there's like two one-hour sessions whereby you can do that, but also the workshops which then help you understand the types of work that each firm does, um, and getting involved in a transaction for instance in the Kirkland and Ellis workshop, um, that's really helpful because then obviously when you approach an application you're able to envisage the type of work they do and understand more about how you could fit into that firm and lastly the um, panel at the end of the event um, featuring graduate recruitment teams and um, telling you the things to avoid and things to kind of include in your applications which strengthen them. 
Great. And finally, if you could give one top tip for anyone who is lucky enough to attend, what would that be? Um, I'd say most people say this, but <laughs> make sure you research the firms that you want to apply to or have an idea about. Um, for me, I only researched a few that because I wanted to do a few well rather than loads. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then just be yourself and yeah, speak as if you're talking to a friend and just like introducing yourself well and hopefully that will work for you. Great. Thank you very much for coming in today, Sophie. Thank you. <laughs> Sally Scrivener attended Law Crisette Live last year and she's just started the GDL as well. So Sally, could you tell me what you most enjoyed about Law Crisette Live last year? I thought that the uh, workshops that we got to do were a fantastic experience as a non-law student of getting to grips with some quite specific areas of the law that I'd never have known about beforehand. And I thought kind of coupled with being able to talk to the HR people at each of the firms, it was it was a good way to understand about the culture of each firm, which I think can be quite a woolly term when you're looking on websites. So the, the being able to do stuff myself and then chat to people more informally, it made for a really interesting day. And what would you say would be the kind of best thing that you got out of the day? I really liked, they had I think two panel presentations. One was about commercial awareness and one was about um, application tips and mm -hmm. interview tips. And I thought coming away with some concrete points as to this is what I could say if they asked me about commercial awareness or here's some things I really need to make sure in my application. That was really helpful going forward for me. Great, and how would you say the event helped with your search for a legal job, especially as a non-law student? Um, well. I actually met um, Hayley Halvaxis, who's the Graduate Recruitment Manager at Charles Russell Speechley's, and later I got offered a place on the vacation scheme there. Oh, that's and great. When I was on that vacation scheme, I remember her mentioning that when she'd been watching the video interviews, she'd noticed me and said, I think I, think I remember her from uh, City Law Live. So I think that initial face-to-face -face contact and just sh showing yourself there and being personal with people, it can actually make an impact. Yeah, and that's great to hear that you actually were remembered by someone. Yeah. So it, did, it definitely did work. Um, and why would you recommend this event to aspiring lawyers? I think it's a, it's a great way for um, aspiring lawyers to meet a real variety of different kind of firms. And you don't always get that opportunity, especially as a non-law student when you're studying at university. But the fact that you're there on a day that's really tailored towards getting the most out of making applications, you hear from completely different sides of the firm, from, from trainees there, from some partners being there, and from HR. So I think just being able to experience that as someone who didn't really know that much about what city law was like, so mm. I, I think that's really, that was really helpful. And talking about applications, um, obviously you made a successful one last year. Can you remember anything about your application? Can you give like a top tip for making kind of applications okay. or law firm applications similarly? I'd say probably clarity is my top tip. So I think that when you, especially when they have open you write 600 words, um, about why you want to be here, just to make sure you've got a structure in your head so that everything you're saying, you know exactly where it's going. And if you were someone, even someone who had no idea about law, could you follow this through and it, it's not waffly in any way? And I think 
because they've got so many applications to read, you really need yours to be clear. Yeah, and articulate. Yes, exactly. Perfect. And finally, uh, could you give one top tip for on the day, whether that's uh, networking or kind of how to make the most out of the day that, that, that you did last year, maybe? I think, if I mean, if I did the day again, I think I'd maybe have done a little bit more research mm. on the different firms because I, I knew about some of them, but you don't really want to be going up to the stand going, what do you specialise in, if that's really obvious. So I think you don't need a, an in-depth knowledge, but just having something to be able to go and talk to someone about and then to get the ball rolling with conversation, then you can kind of launch into networking. I think it makes that a lot easier. Yeah, I think that's good advice. Thank you very much. Don't forget that you can tweet us your questions using the hashtag LCNpodcast. Our Twitter handle is at LawCareersNetUK, so make sure you are following us while you're there as well. If you've got any ideas for future podcast episodes, then please let us know. We really want this to be as interactive as possible and to cover the topics that you want to hear about. So tweet us or drop us an email at info at lawcareers.net. And finally, before we go, please subscribe to the Law Careers Net podcast on whatever app you're listening to this on. And you might also like to give us a five star rating as well, because I think so far it's just been the LCN team giving us five stars. So we definitely need your help too. And don't forget that all links mentioned we put in the description. And if you're in any doubt at all, just head to www.lawcareers.net and you'll find everything there. Thanks for listening.